Hi guys and welcome back to the Academy Bites podcast with myself David Lewis, higher level maths teacher and biology teacher here at the Academy and we're here for biology part two. So I hope you've been getting a, a good bit out of these podcasts. It's, I, I feel as a student it's it's a real, um, it's a real uh, I suppose, uh, like a real focused opportunity for students to see really enthusiastic exam prepped teachers basically tell you their, all their secrets uh, and all you've got to do is sit there and listen. I think it's fantastic that it's something you could do on the way to school, the way home from school, if you've got a little bit of a break in study but you, or you're sick of writing stuff down, you're sick of going like this or whatever you do for study, you still are moving that needle towards your ultimate goal of whatever it is in the legal search. So anyway, biology today. Um, where should you be with your study and assignments? Well, what I think is at this current stage, you should have been building on your exam plan. It should, it should already be there. You don't build your exam plan now. You should have built it at the very start of the year. If you haven't, turn this off, listen to biology episode one, and look at your exam plan. Try find the study pyramid that I speak through. The bottom rung, I'll, I'll just tell you now, the bottom rung is unit one and the experiments. If you look at unit one and the experiments, which will take you three to four hours, or if you've already done it, maybe even one to two hours, that is you passing the entire leaving cert. So you need to have that there now. You also should have a system in place after that. So you've got your exam plan. You know what you're doing in November. You know what you're doing in December. You know in January you're building up towards mocks. And biology is one of those subjects where the mocks, how do I say this? The mocks on you doing a full leaving cert is not a waste of time in biology because you've got choice. So you will be able to, if you followed your exam plan and structured it well, you will be able to take on the mock uh, as if it is your full leaving cert. Whereas in maths, you might not have some of the topics done and you're really heading, going into a full leaving cert having only covered, say, 65, 70, 80% of it. And that can be a little bit frustrating for students. So now you should be knowing exactly what you're doing in the months coming, coming up to it and you should be refining your study technique. So what I will tell you is this is the way that I teach students to, to study biology. All right, so we look at the 15 years, or sorry, this the 17 years of um, of exam past paper questions. We try to figure out what's the common theme. What does the examiner ask again and again and again? We find the answers to that. What we do is we make notes based on that. If you have my notes, you would you would know about this already. You would be making your A4 sheets. If you don't have my notes, you can do it from the past paper questions. A lot of people say, oh, well, I make notes from the book. Good, but probably the worst option because there's a lot of things in the book that simply aren't examinable. There's a lot of words that cannot be asked and therefore you're putting a lot of stuff into your exam focus notes that can't actually come up on the exam. So I reverse engineer what the past paper questions are and if you have to use your book to help you answer the question, that's cool. And you make these A4 sheets. Now, say for example, if we had an A4 sheet in uh, photosynthesis, what, what, should that, what should that have on it? What should it have on the photosynthesis sheet? Well, a lot of people feel, oh, some of the chapters, they're too long to fit on an A4 sheet. I guarantee you, you can fit it onto one A4 sheet, even if it's just one and in the back of it. If you're putting more than that on it, you're writing too much down. I saw a student one time trying to make one of these writing it the whole entire chapter. You want it in short, sharp, to the point answers in your own language. At the start of this A4 sheet, you should say, how often does this appear? How many marks is it worth? What happened last time it appeared? So you get your head in the game. You should break it up into styles of questions the examiner could ask you. For example, in photosynthesis, they could ask you about the introduction. 
they, like what I call an introduction. They could ask you about a general overview of photosynthesis, energy carriers, light stage, dark stage, experiment. That should be what it's broken down into, in your own words. Now what you should be doing is then using that to answer the exam questions and then eventually answering the exam questions without that. If you miss out on something in one of the exam questions, circle it in a different color pen. And the, the, the same thing is usually the thing that you forget. If you circle it second, third, fourth time, it's gonna stick in your head. You're gonna get so frustrated. That's the thing I always miss out on and you will be okay then on the day. The questions themselves, you should answer them all. Every single past paper question should be done by every single student that wants to do well. The reason being is they're not essays, they shouldn't be. We're looking for short, sharp answers. They're even answers that you could answer in your head. So it could be like, um, the question might be something like, uh, off the top of my head, what is the process uh, that makes oxygen and photosynthesis? The answer is simply photolysis. You know whether you know it or not. Okay, you know it. Or what pathway does it come in, or does, is oxygen made in pathway to? You know whether you know it or not. And you know, it doesn't take a big amount of writing. If you want to write it down, perfect. But um, what I'm saying is it should not, you could actually answer what another student would take. It, it would take them three hours to do in biology. You could nearly do a full leaving cert paper in one hour. Or if you've broken the, the questions down to the different topics. The next thing I would say about this is how you should study it. Say yes, let's say your last biology session, you study photosynthesis. Okay, big mistake people make is they don't study photosynthesis again for another six months. There's this idea in studying called the forgetting curve. So the longer you don't see something, the less of it obviously you retain. But the more or the shorter the gaps in which you see something again, the more likely it's to stay into your in your long-term memory and the less likely you are to forget it. So if you studied photosynthesis last week and you're studying uh, respiration today, your first five minutes or even less should be reading over your A4 sheet. It might only take you one minute. Recall, oh, I forgot about that, circling that, maybe doing one or two questions. And then you do respiration and you make out your sheet and you do whatever you got to do. And then at the end of that, you read over your photosynthesis again and your respiration. So then next biology session, you spend 30 seconds reading over the photosynthesis sheet, 90 seconds reading over the respiration, and then you're on to enzymes. Now, you might say, oh, I can't afford to do that every single time. It'll get to the stage you've gone over the photosynthesis sheet so many times that all you've got to do is kind of go, yeah, look through it, yeah, 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 cool. And it takes 10 seconds, that's it. And, and that is what people should be doing in and around now and trying to hit some exam questions as best as possible. You don't have to have the whole biology course covered now, but you have your setup, your brick perfectly laid in whatever your exam plan is. Uh, for now so you have once you do photosynthesis it's done and you're moving on to the next thing um, advice leading up to the mock exams I would say is to do exams the only way to get good at doing exams is doing exams I've already mentioned how you can do them verbally but another way to do it is to put yourself under a little bit of time pressure you know everyone acts diff a little bit different under pressure so for example some people like some people don't like it or they hate public speaking but they if I ask can you just stand up in front of this class here and speak about football or any something you're interested in. You could speak to me or to your friend one-on-one -on -one about that for hours. Up there, because of the pressure, it feels different. So you, what you gotta do is try, uh, I suppose, mimic that pressure a little bit by putting yourself uh, in the situation you would be in. That might be putting a timer on your phone, that might be printing off the 2017 exam paper, doing it and correcting it, uh, 
I always would advise doing an exam and then correcting it. Don't be doing the exam and then go, I don't know that. And then look at the marking scheme, do it and then correct it because you will see that you might forget something on question one, you'll get to question five. It will literally trigger a neuron in your brain to remember the neural hook from question one, you go back and you write it down. Uh, and that is something that happens in the leaving cert and not a lot of people practice that. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable uh, and doing exams themselves is actually a skill. So you can actually set your own exams and maybe you're not ready to do say a full leaving cert paper, but what you could do is uh, take a couple of say, maybe you've done six chapters or six topics, take a couple of questions from each topic and just um, put them into a little sorting hat and pull them out so you're, you don't know what's expected or what's coming uh, what's coming at you on that. Um, so that's what I would say with the mock exams. Your action plan for the rest of the year uh, would then be quite similar. Just keep building the next brick on your wall, going back over the more important stuff, the more important stuff, the more important stuff. Um, and that's why it's important to have that exam plan. Like the lymphatic system has appeared, let's say, properly once, or amoebas appeared twice in 17 years. Like that's not the most important chapter to be looking at. It appeared last year. That's probably one of the last chapters you should be looking at. But ecology appears every year. So that's the one you need to be nailing versus the amoeba stuff. And if you're saying, David, I've done 10 chapters really well and they're the core chapters, but I haven't done the other 20 chapters or whatever way you break it up. That's, that's not that big a deal because you know you've got ones that are going to be worth a serious amount of marks on the day of the exam and you're building your grade as you go between it. Let's get them nailed. Then kind of half are almost doing all the chapters in between. So anyway, I hope that this biology part two helped you. If I was to summarize this one up, the last biology was organization. Here, it's almost discipline. It's doing the things you don't want to do. It's very easy to go in and just say, oh, I'll read a bit of biology for a second. It's following your plan. It's setting up your study session the way it should be. And this is, uh, and doing, like, it's, it's very easy to not do, uh, it's, it's very easy to not do the 30 seconds of reading over your A4 sheet at the start or at the end, very easy to do that, but they're the little things that will actually implant them into your brain and then things that other people aren't doing, which will mean that you, when you go back, will not have to study that same chapter twice or three times. You won't be wasting your time and repeating yourself doing the same thing. So I would say discipline to enact your plan that we have discussed here today. So hope that helped and I'll chat to you soon.